Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of The Infertile Diagnosis. Thanks for coming back to another Closer Today episode with me, Monica Cox from MyMindfulMe.com. So today's clip is from AJ Jacobs, and he has absolutely nothing to do with infertility, but if you know who he is, he's written some pretty funny books. But this clip is hilarious, and it totally sums up how you feel when you have to do the, or when you choose, you don't have to, you choose to do it, a diet and lifestyle change to improve your fertility. AJ basically hit the nail on the head with a hammer when he talks about healthy eating literally trying to kill you because it is very um, consuming and there's so much as he talked about I mean he went like super super extreme but I feel like sometimes we do that as well and there's so much information out there um, that we try to do it all at one time and we get so overwhelmed with it that we just stop doing it. So yeah, I hope you get a kick out of this clip. It was the end that I really liked and I found true in my journey as well is that when you make all these changes, there's some that you're not going to keep up and then there's some that you absolutely love and you would have never realized that you do like doing certain things or you like feeling a certain way so therefore you cut out whatever was making you feel bad in the first place and you discover you know some stuff about yourself that you never would have if you didn't you know take that leap take that you know next step to improve your situation through diet and lifestyle so I really um, related with that and thought it was even though this has nothing to do with infertility, um, was worthy to share. So nonetheless, here's AJ. I've been doing the last couple of years, and I just finished a couple of months ago, and I have to say thank God, because uh, living so healthily was killing me. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was so overwhelming, because the amount of things you have to do, it's just, mind-boggling. I, I was listening to all the experts and talking to sort of a board of medical advisors and they were telling me uh, all the things I had to do. I had to uh, eat right, exercise, meditate, pet dogs because that lowers the blood pressure. I wrote the book on a treadmill. It took me about a thousand miles to write the book. I had to put on sunscreen. This was no small feat because if you listen to dermatologists, they say that you should have a shot glass full of sunscreen and you have to reapply it every two to four hours. So I think half of my book advance went into sunscreen. I was like a glazed donut for most of the year. There was the washing of hands. I had to do that properly. And my immunologist told me that I should also, I have to wipe down all of the remote controls and iPhones in my house because those are just orgies of germs. So that took a lot of time. I also tried to be the safest person I could be because that's a part of health. I was inspired by the Danish Safety Council. They started a public campaign that says, a walking helmet is a good helmet. So they believe you should not just wear helmets for biking, but also for walking around. And you can see 
you can see they're, the, they're shopping with their helmets. <laughs> so yeah, I tried that. Uh, now it's a little extreme, I admit, but if you think about this, this is actually, the Freakonomics authors wrote about this, that more people die on a per mile basis from drunk walking than from drunk driving. So something to think about tonight if you've had a couple. Uh, so I finished, uh, and, and it was a success in a sense. All of the markers went in the right direction. I, I lost, uh, uh, my cholesterol went down, I lost weight. My wife started, stopped telling me that I looked pregnant. So that was nice. Uh, and uh, it was successful overall. But I, I also learned that I was too healthy, and that was unhealthy. I was so focused on doing all these things that I was neglecting my friends and family. And, and as Dan Butner can tell you, having a strong social network is so crucial to our health. So I finished, and I, uh, I kind of went overboard on the, the week after the project was over. I went to the dark side, uh, and I just indulged myself. It was like something out of Caligula, but <laughs> without the sex part, because uh, I have three young kids, so that wasn't happening. Uh, but, but the overeating and the overdrinking, definitely. Uh, and uh, I finally... Uh, uh, have stabilized. So now I'm back to adopting many of, not all, I don't wear a helmet anymore, but a lot of the, dozens of the healthy behaviors that I adopted during my year. It was really a life-changing project. And I, of course, don't have time to go into all of them. Let me just tell you two really quickly. Uh, the first is, and this was surprising to me, I didn't expect this to come out, but I live a much quieter life now because uh, we live in such a noisy world, you know, it's uh, so noisy, there's trains and planes and cars and Bill O'Reilly, he's very noisy. Uh, and, and this is a real underestimated, underappreciated health hazard. Uh, not just because it harms our hearing, which it obviously does, but it actually uh, initiates the fight or flight response. A loud noise will get your a fight or flight response going, and this uh, over the years can cause real damage, cardiovascular damage. The World Health Organization just did a big study that they published this year, and uh, it said uh, it was done in Europe, and they estimated that 1.6 million years of healthy living are lost every year in Europe. Uh, because of noise pollution, which is, so they think it's actually very deadly. So uh, I have, and by the way, it's also terrible for your brain. The, uh, you know, it really impairs cognition. And our founding fathers knew about this. When they wrote the Constitution, they put dirt all over the cobblestones outside the hall so that they could concentrate. So without noise reduction technology, our uh, country would not exist. So uh, as a patriot, I felt you know, it was important to, I wear all the earplugs and the earphones, and it's really improved my life in, in a surprising and unexpected way. Uh, and the second point I wanna make, the final point is that, uh, and it's actually been a theme of TED Med, uh, that joy is so important to your health. That, uh, that you cannot, none of these behaviors, very, very few of these behaviors will stick with me unless uh, there's some sense of pleasure and joy in them. 
And just to give you one instance of this, uh, food, you know, uh, the junk food industry is really great at, at pressing our pleasure buttons and figuring out what's the most pleasurable. Uh, but I think we can use their techniques and apply them to healthy food. Uh, to give just one example, we love crunchiness, mouthfeel. So uh, I basically have tried to incorporate crunchiness into a lot of my recipes, throw in some sunflower seeds, and you can almost trick yourself into thinking you're eating Doritos. And, uh, <laughs> It, it has made me a healthier person. So that is it. The book about it comes out in April. It's called Drop Dead Healthy. And, and I hope that I don't get sick during the book tour. That's my greatest hope. So thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this clip and can really relate to it. It's pretty hilarious. And I hope that you do see now if you've made some changes to your diet and lifestyle, that there are things that you're forever going to keep in your life. And if you haven't started, but you're thinking about it, um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the end of it all that there's things that you're going to keep in your life that are just going to make your life that much better. You can find this clip over on YouTube. It's called How Healthy Living Nearly Killed Me by AJ Jacobs. And you can also find him at his website, which is ajjacobs.com. He's got a few books out, which he actually really immerses himself in his subject and then writes a book about it. But um, there's a few, it's all relevant, A Thousand Thanks, A Year of Biblically Living. The Know-It-All, My Life as an Experiment, Drop Dead Healthy. You can also check out some of those books in my Mindful Me shop. Um, there's a section called Me Books, which are all my favorite non-fertility related books that I read during my journey and beyond. And you can also check out all my favorite supplements, makeup, toxic-free body care, home care, and obviously I have a lot of books that I recommend for the fertility journey, stories, diet, nutrition, and obviously journals. That's it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me, and we will see you at the end of the week for another episode of The Infertile Diagnosis with me and Sarah Clark. A few more things before you go. If you like what we're doing, please leave a review and or a rating. We would greatly appreciate it and it would totally help us out. Also, if you like to connect with either of us, you can find me, Monica, over at mymindfulme.com and you can connect with Sarah over on fabfertile.com. All the links you need to find us on our websites or social media, any products we talk about, book, special offers, or any guests that we have on, you're going to find all that information in the show notes. So that's it. Thank you once again for being with us here on the Infertile Diagnosis and have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.